a lot of people don't come to networking events or, you know, professional development events to meet people. Like Uzama said, they come to just get the information. So it really does go back to knowing your why. And if your why is to meet someone, then great. Focus on that. Everyone is not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. I mean, you could walk in a room with 500 people and just have maybe meet one great person. So I don't think that it's about a numbers game. Don't go in trying to, you know, it is about the quality over the quantity. So if you meet one great person, great. If you walk out of there with no one, again, remember your why. Like, did you accomplish your goal? So always going back to your why. Welcome to the Career School Podcast. I am your host, Ebony Joyce. I help corporate professionals find and secure successful careers in record-breaking time using my proven framework. I'm on a mission to not only reduce burnout and overwhelm in the career search, but also in life. This is a school where you don't want to miss not one class. So be prepared to be schooled. Class is now in session. Hey, Ebony. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm good. Do you want to start with introducing yourself and maybe telling us why you're a part of the summit this year? Yes, absolutely. Thank you again for having me. So my name is Ebony Joyce, and I am a career clarity coach. I focus on working with mid-career corporate professionals who want to break free from their stagnant careers, advance into more um, senior level roles, and who really want roles that really align with them both personally and professionally. Awesome. You did ask why I'm attending, why I am a part of the summit this year. So I attended the summit last year as an attendee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, such a good (laughs) time. I had such a great time and I really do appreciate this year to be able to attend and be on the other side um, of the summit, really with being able to uh, support uh, women, women of color and women who are currently in um, HR roles or in corporate who are really looking to advance their careers. I would love to ask y'all a question that's kind of come up in the chat here already. I know for me as an introvert, going to events, meeting new people, the small talk is what gets me. It can just be really nerve wracking. What advice would you give to introverts that want to attend in-person networking events, but might be a little nervous about the whole networking part? Yeah, I'll chime in here. I would say the big thing is preparation. You know, you'll know yourself more than any of us would. And so, you know, the kinds of um, feelings you would have when you enter certain spaces or meet with certain people. So preparation is key. Having like five, you know, talking points that you have in your toolbox and your back pocket that you can start off with. I mean, they're generic ones that people use all the time, like, you know, what brought you to this conference? And while it might seem pretty generic, it really does help to start a conversation. Everyone has their own separate reason for why they're at a summit or a meeting or any function that's there, that's a great way to start up. Where are you from, right? And so just having some of those few questions available and ready to, to go will help you not feel so flustered when you're on the spot. I agree. That's a great point. I definitely agree with being prepared. I think it definitely does help with the nervousness. The other thing is just going into the room and knowing that 
a lot of people are introvert and like, you're not going to be the only one who has that same type of feeling. Like that is most people. And so I think that just understanding that going into the room, then knowing that, you know, most of us are going to be there or in any um, events that you go to, we all have a common goal. And so just knowing that going in, I think that that really does help. And then if it does help for you, like to bring someone with you who you do know, the thing about that is you will be with that person all night. And so really getting yourself out of your comfort zone and just, I like to think of, um, I, I don't use the word networking. I use the word relationship building opportunities and just think about going in here that you're going to build a relationship. You don't have to build a relationship with everyone there. If you walk out of the room with one relationship, you've done your job for that day. So, yeah. Right. I think the preparation is so important. And one thing that if I were attending the summit, I might decide to do just based on the advice you two just gave. The event is on LinkedIn. So you can see the other people that are attending. When you're going into these events and you want to be intentional about who you're building those relationships with, that's kind of a, a good cheat sheet for you to kind of say, I know that I want to connect with Ebony because she does career clarity coaching and I really need help in that area. Maybe even shoot her a message on LinkedIn, connect with her before you get to the event. So then you see a friendly face when you get into the room. Absolutely, Courtney. I, I did the same thing as a speaker, right? Mm -hmm. And so I saw who was on the speaker list and in order for it to not be awkward, we all show up on the stage. I was like, hey, let me connect with who who's on the speaker list send a quick message, get introduced in advance so that when we go, there's already some report built before we um, start the conference or the summit. Yeah. I was telling the viewers that I invited people that are friendly, <laughs> that are cool kicking it, that will be open because we don't do the mean girl stuff at anything that I do. I don't have time for it and I don't subscribe to it. But since we're on the topic, I would love to get your thoughts, if any, on you know, as women, we do battle against these stereotypes that might include the mean girl mentality or even, oh, you're career focused, you're so ambitious, you probably don't have time for friendships. Do you have any thoughts on this? Have you ever experienced that kind of stereotype or even have your clients experienced that? How do you help them kind of work through those feelings? say the really beginning starting point when you think of a, and I don't personally love the term networking events because it comes off sometimes as like an event that is just focused on networking. Networking can happen at any event and any meeting, any activity. So I think kind of like what um, Ebony was saying, like sometimes the words we use can really um, stress people out and make people uncomfortable. And so I look at it as what is the starting point of why you're attending the event, right? So if we're coming to this one, for example, we're going to hope that nobody there is standoffish or mean girl and all of that, right? But if you come across someone that is, you want to come in with the goal for why you are at that event. It is not mandatory that you have to meet anyone, right? If you came strictly for the information and you want to go home and you're okay with that, then that's fine. So first figuring out what is your goal for attending the event? Yes, ideally it'd be awesome to meet someone, 
then go ahead and do that. I would say you're not into, you're not, uh, it's not mandatory that you have to make friends, you know, even with building relationships. Sometimes it doesn't have to even be that. You can just create a contact where you can get their information and follow up later. But I think if you take some of that emotion out of it, it won't really be as painful or as uncomfortable if you're going into it knowing that you're not looking to make your best friend, essentially. Now, what that can happen, awesome. But starting with your goals of the event, are you coming to get information? Are you coming to make a contact? Then I would stick with that. Yeah, that was great. I would like to say that I think it is knowing your why. And some people are, I mean, we have first we have to allow grace to people. Like some people are very introverted. And so I think that we can mistake their them being standoffish because of their, I mean, they're putting themselves out here. We can mistake that for them being rude or off-putting. So we just have to allow grace to people. Um, And if that is not a relationship that is going to, or a connection that's going to turn into something, that's okay. I think allowing yourself grace on the opposite end of that is okay as well. Um, A lot of people don't come to networking events or, you know, professional development events to meet people, like Uzama said, they come to just get the information. So it really does go back to knowing your why. And if your why is to meet someone, then great, focus on that. Everyone is not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. I mean, you could walk in a room with 500 people and just have maybe meet one great person. So I don't think that it's about a numbers game. Don't go in trying to, you know, it is about the quality over the quantity. So if you meet one great person, great. If you walk out of there with no one, again, remember your why. Like, did you accomplish your goal? So always going back to your why. And you should also be choosy with what events you decide to attend. Yes, the word networking can give off a certain connotation, but do your research when you come across the event see who's organizing it, see what the purpose of it is. I think another thing that stands out about the Emerging Leaders Summit is, like I mentioned earlier, we're all coming together because we want to see you win in your career, whether that's landing a new leadership role or negotiating a better salary or overall compensation package or getting over your fear of building new relationships. And we have awesome coaches like Uzoma and Ebony that will be on the panel that can help you with all of that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about your coaching style, because I know this is an area that you both help your clients on, like getting the confidence or really just getting over that fear of meeting new people. Can you talk a little bit about how do you teach your clients about forming new relationships and how do you help them step out of their comfort zone? Yeah, well, I have a whole networking system um, that I have that I teach my clients and really is, is highly personalized. And it really depends on the person. And so focusing on the strength of the relationship is something that should come first. Everybody is not going to be at the same level in terms of the strength. So you have your strong contacts, you have your weak ones, you have your dormant contacts. And the dormants are ones that maybe you knew way back in the day and you lost contact with them. And now you want to you know, re-engage that connection again. And so how you talk to someone who you knew way back when versus now is going to be a little bit easier than someone maybe that you just met last week or someone that you don't know at all. And so just really taking those the strength into consideration will help with those conversation starters. So if it's someone that maybe you haven't met 
at all, then doing that research, if, if you have access to the research, like your summit, Courtney, you can go online, you can see who's commenting right now, who might be showing up. And then you can use that as a conversation starter, not in a creepy way, like, hey, I was stalking you. <laughs> but you have a little bit of information to go off of, you know, maybe where they lived, where they went to school, you can throw in, you know, your education, you know, your alma mater as part of that. If it's somebody who you knew, you can go back and say, hey, remember back when, when we used to do this, I would love to see how you're doing now. And then that kind of weaves into your current state and maybe your your potential goals and what you want to do next, but always starting off with the strength of the relationship. Yeah. So I like to think about when we talk about confidence and building relationships, I like to think about it as going into the gym. When you go into the gym for the first time, you don't go in and try to pick up a hundred pound weight, right? You, you may decide to start out at the five or 10 pound weight and work your way up. And it is the same thing with, with networking or building relationships. Start with those individuals who you already know. I think a lot of the times we take relationships that we, like Uzama said, that maybe have fizzled out or people who we don't talk to frequently. We don't think of those as relationships or networking. Like we have to start there. Start with people that you know. And then if at some point you want to go to the CEO, then that's okay. But we have to take, we have to crawl before we can run or before we can walk. So start there because that starts to build up your confidence. Again, if you walk into the gym, you're going to be intimidated the first time because you don't know what to do. But if you walk over there to those five pound weights, you're like, okay, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to lift a 10 pound weight. So maybe tomorrow, you know, instead of reaching out to someone who you already know, you reach out to someone who may be a part of a similar organization or you all have some similarities. And then the next day, maybe it is someone who works at a company that you are, you know, that you're interested in. And then you work your way up to the CEO. I think that we sometimes we think that we have to. Well, I mean, we go back. We have to give ourselves and build our confidence up by going with the low hanging fruit. You know, don't reach for the apple at the top of the tree and then climb your way up from there. And that reminds me of the earlier point you made going back to your why. When you're going to these networking events, are you going to land a job after that? Do you just want to expand your network? Do you want to find a mentor? You want to be specific and intentional about why you're attending that specific event. And I think someone mentioned in the comments, someone talked about attending a networking event at your current job. That might be a time where you say, depending on your job, you might say, I want to meet the CEO. I want to meet the head of my department. And the why is not because you're trying to find a job outside of the organization, but it could be because you simply want to know more about them, their leadership, and what they're all about. I think sometimes with networking events, it can be a bit, I don't know if the word is nerve wracking, but what are we supposed to get out of it? Like, yes, it's great to have more people in your network and to have all these connections on LinkedIn, but does that really mean anything? I would love to hear y'all's thoughts on what are the actual benefits to making the effort to get dressed, comb your hair, and go to one of these events. So what are the benefits of going to a networking event? And for you personally, has your attendance ever led to other opportunities? I didn't want to jump on that. <laughs> I'll start with, I mean, I, I, it's been, I'll be honest, it's been a while since I've been to an in-person 
professional, you know, networking event. And, you know, since the pandemic, I've been to a couple, but events in general, one of the benefits is really just deepening the relationship. And that, that, that word can sound too deep, again, back to <laughs> words and meetings, right? Like you don't have to be best of friends, but just the connection, right? You can build it faster when you're in person more for some people than it is than doing it online, right? Because you have that, you're in the same space, you have body language, you have those those different cues that you can see in real life that maybe you wouldn't. There's the, the water cooler chats, the, the little like sidebar conversation that maybe on a Zoom will be harder to do. And so when you're in that space, I feel like, you know, beyond the, the topic of the summit, for example, you can be talking about other things like, oh, you know, your new hair, your new wig, whatever, and have that that chat that will be like, oh, yeah, I get, I get that. Like, we're here. You know, I was at a meeting with a, a Nigerian club I'm part of. We had a whole chat about hair. And so I'm sure if we had a meeting on Zoom, we probably wouldn't have had that, that side conversation. And so it just makes you more relatable. It makes you feel like I, I, I found my person, right? And so that's a really big benefit. And I've been talking a lot, so I probably missed your, you know, the last part of that question, Courtney. The second part was for you, have you, like what benefits have you received from attending in-person networking events? Thank you. So speaking of that, you know, more as a career coach, I, you know, when we are, you know, here on online and, you know, we have clients who, potential clients who find us, I have signed on clients instantly from an in-person event, again, just because of that instant credibility for whatever reason in person, it just things seem to move a lot faster. And that has happened for me faster in in-person events versus not. So same thing with if you're a job seeker, right? Having a conversation with the leader, people like us who are on stage, you know, the speakers for these summits, we want to get to know you. We're coming for you. So please don't be afraid or nervous. I mean, if you are, hey, push past it and, and, and have those conversations because that person can say, hey, why don't you email me your resume? Or hey, let's, you know, schedule a quick call. Like these types of conversations can happen a lot quicker when you're in that in that room and there's a saying that says like pay to play I have seen that and experienced that in real life in my circles and so I know that it can happen for you because you're in a space with people and it's a more intimate setting versus like a broad room of a, you know a lot of lots of lot. yes so Courtney I'm going to ask you to repeat the first part of that question yeah so because I, I feel like when we talk about networking events it's such like a broad thing what are the benefits so if they show up for the summit what can people get out of it? And then for you, when you've attended networking events, what are, has, has it ever led to an opportunity? Yes. So what are the benefits? I think it goes back to what do you want to get out of it and understanding your why. Like people have to really think about that. That is, goes back to having the clarity. If you walk into an event and you don't even know why you're there, you're going to leave that same way. Like, why was I here? Like, I don't even know. So you have to be intentional. Like networking is an intentional sport that you have to to really focus on. Like you can go to specifically for the summit, see, hey, what is going to be covered? What is it that I want to gain out of this? Where am I in my career right now? Like I do want to get the promotion and I want to be able to negotiate the best salary. That is really going to be my goal is to talk to someone, you know, really about, hey, what does, what does, what needs to happen in order for me to make sure that I'm getting paid the value that I'm going to bring into the organization. Um, If it is about, you know, something else, maybe for you, it has nothing to do with that, but you just want to start getting out 
um, and meeting more people. So that is your why. Like you really have to understand what your goal is. For me, I have attended quite a few events earlier in my career up into the mid-level roles because I wanted to figure out how to set myself apart from the competition. So my background is in supply chain. And so I am a contract manager. I'm a negotiating ninja. But what I realized, right, there are a lot of people who are in supply chain who are going for those same roles. So when I would go out to um, professional development organizations, such as the Institute for Supply Management, which is which is our governing body organization, I went in there, no one in my organization was there but me. And so it allowed me to meet other people in different organizations and speed up the hiring process because now someone's like, hey, send me your resume. Let's get on the phone. Let's chat. Let's talk about, hey, these are some of the changes for this particular role that you should make. Things that would have never happened if I just would have sat online. It would have just taken a lot more time and people don't have a lot of time. So going back and forth and say, hey, can we meet today? Can we do this? Can we do that? Oh, that doesn't work for me. People get lost and distracted in all, especially as professionals and depending on where you are in your career. If you're a recruiter, if you're a hiring manager, you probably get a lot of DMs so you don't check them as often. But when you go out to networking events, you're there intentionally. So you're willing to give of your time and say, hey, shoot me this. Let me give you my personal email so you don't even have to send me a message on LinkedIn. We can bypass that part of the process. Oh, by the way, the hiring manager for that position is here. So there are so many different aspects and benefits that you can learn. Like When I went to the event last year, Courtney, there were some some managers um, who were in HR who were there. I mean, if I was an attendee and I'm like, hey, manager, like, let's have a conversation. Let's have a sidebar. Like, like last year we sat around the fireplace as it got dark and like we were in some deep, deep conversations and I I learned a lot. Um, So I think that is the benefit for me is really being able to um, glean from some of those relationships, again, like Uzama said, in a much faster rate than you can ever do. Um, So real time does help. Um, For me, I've seen, um, I've gotten as a, as an employee, I've received interviews, job offers. And then as an entrepreneur, like there have been speaking engagements that I've gotten in partnerships and collaborations that have come from that. So I think that whether you're attending as an employee or as an entrepreneur or as an entrepreneur, like there are those benefits for both. Definitely. That's another reason that I invited coaches that most of the coaches that will be on our panels are career coaches, but they all specialize in something different. And if you go back to the top of this conversation, I was talking about why I decided to do the summit from the beginning. And it's always been to get more Black women into corporate leadership roles by any means necessary. So in addition to us teaching you real strategies at the summit about crafting a personal brand and relationship building and adding streams of income to your portfolio, you also have the opportunity to meet a coach that can be the perfect coach for you. They do exist. They are open to working with you. Um, They come from all different backgrounds. They support career women from all different backgrounds also. And they're fired. They're bomb.com. That's why I invited them to come and be a part of the summit. 
So I think this is a really good time to one, if you are still on here live or you're catching the replay, make sure you follow Ebony and Uzoma so that you can stay connected and get your discount code for the summit. But I also wanted to ask you two, what do you have on the horizon that people can check out to learn more about you, to get these resources? And how can people find you on social? Well, right now, I just recently created a new guide uh, for those folks who are one, you know, once hear the term, if you're looking for a new job, you're looking to advance, tap into your network. And it's a really elusive phrase. Like, what does that really mean? So I created a guide called How to actually tap into your network to gain access to your next dream job. And you can find that at bit.ly forward slash tap into your network. And you can stay connected with me through that link as well through my weekly newsletter. Yes, for me. So September is National Resume Month. And so I am dropping career advice on resumes throughout the month of September. The one thing that I've created, and it is in the feature section on LinkedIn, is a resume template. And it also has a hundred plus action verbs in there that you can use for your resume. A lot of times when people are writing their resumes, they always start with the same words like collaborated. And it's like, okay, let's let's do something different here. Because when we're looking for senior level and we're looking for mid-level roles, we have to, what got you to the entry-level role or earlier in your career is not going to be the same thing that got you, that gets you to mid or senior level. So we have to be able to articulate our skill sets in a much higher expert level way. And so that guide really does help with that word articulation. So that can be found in the feature section on LinkedIn. And that does allow you to be connected with me because it will lead you to subscribe and sign up to my weekly email as well. So connect with me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Thank you both so much. This was a lovely conversation. The replay will stay up so folks can watch it and also get in contact with Uzoma and Ebony and make sure that you attend the Emerging Leader Summit so that we can experience the benefits of meeting each other in person and share resources and have a good time, right? So Thank you, everyone. We're going to wrap up now. And I think that's it. So bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Like what you heard so far and want to take this work deeper than the podcast and work with me privately one-on-one, then book a free sales call by clicking the link in the show notes below. Or you can visit www nextlevelcareer.co backslash coaching. If you've enjoyed your listening experience, share this episode, then leave a rating and a review. Until next time.